0: the Dragula Recap Show for episodes seven and eight titled Wasteland Weekend. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined as always by a co-host who puts the waste in Wasteland. From the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, please say hello, uglies, to Lori Roddenkamp. Hello, Lori Roddenkamp. Shut Shut up. <laughs> why every week i'm surprised <laughs> by you every single time i'm surprised by you doing that i don't <laughs> expect it
1: <laughs> i i've only recently started doing it regularly but it just cracks me up that still i think i've done it maybe three or four times yeah. now and it's still like a bit it's still a hilarious thing i've it's...
0: never i've never noticed um uh until <laughs> and then this episode i noticed on this episode uh when they got to the death he was like shut up shut up shut up and I'll yeah think,
1: oh there it is he threw it back in threw- I, I will say that that even when he does it it cracks me up because <laughs> it's just the timing of it it's yeah. like when they're like when they were walking through the desert and everybody's like oh yay and he's like shut up shut up <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like okay i guess that's how you're gonna react
0: yeah yeah that's so funny so uh okay so Laurie, how have you been? You know, it's been a week since we've we've talked to each other. I will say, and everyone should know what it's been. Sort of my practice. It's not a rule or anything like that. That you know, I, I when I watch the show, I try not to talk to Laurie about it uh, because I don't want to spoil what we uh, what we talk about in the show. But yesterday, I watched the show and took the notes and everything like that. And I had to break my own rule because the show, the episode was so the episodes, I should say, we're covering two episodes today were so fucking such a waste of time and so awful yeah that i had to tell Lori like i asked if she had seen it yet i said like feel free to do other things while this show okay i
1: I did do other things (laughs) (laughs) i took a shower (laughs) uh I, I will say that i'm glad you did because uh-huh. i i and i texted you later i literally at certain parts i would say episode eight was probably better f- for me in my yeah. opinion than episode mm-hmm. seven yeah but during episode seven i had to like pause i had to do five minute increments pause like go oh my god <laughs> watch criminal minds to yeah. just get a crap ca- palate cleanser and then uh and then just uh uh you know get back into it i mean honestly i feel like we could talk because you one of the thing you were worried about was that we wouldn't have enough mm-hmm. but i feel like we could talk about <laughs> every single frame of uh-huh. these two episodes and how they're wrong in every way and we could do that we could do that as a whole podcast <laughs>
0: like the whole podcast would just be yeah. discussing these two episodes i could see that because we well-
1: could do a whole series of just seven and eight And how ridiculous and just just like looking at it through a creative lens, Mm -hmm. just how like every every single choice they make is just the weirdest choice. Well, you know, there have
0: been I think there was a (sighs) podcast that talked about maybe someone will correct me. Uh, some maybe they do a bunch of movies, but they do it a minute at a time. So like, I think they did. Make, I feel like they did Star Wars. I don't know why, but like they did. A, like they do like one minute, and that's the only thing they talk about in that episode is that one minute. We could probably do that. I wouldn't do one minute. I'd probably do five minute. Like you did the five minute increments. I think yeah. I would do scene by scene. So like when you know like so maybe like one episode would be just the cold open. I could do an episode about the cold open. Oh, the, most of I this could. episode might be the cold open. I could do, for first off... Wait, we're not there yet. Don't talk okay. about the show yet. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. But I'm just telling you, I could do an entire show. I, you know, to be honest with you, I was thinking about it. We could do a whole podcast on just their cold opens.
1: Yes. That should be like a special episode yeah. where we just do like we just do a rundown yeah. before season three. We just do a rundown of what we've learned <laughs> about the Boulay brothers from just their cold opens. <laughs> Anyway, but other,
0: other than, than Dracula, has there been anything else going on in your life? Is there anything we should know about? Uh, everyone to know, should know, too, you should check out our other podcast that just started airing this week called Fat Camp, available wherever you get your podcasts. You should listen to Fat Camp, where Lori and I try, well, we're going to try and lose weight. How's it going for you this week, by the way? But no, 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 I don't want to spoil Fat Camp for tomorrow, but is, has, is, has it been, okay, never mind. I'm spoiling Fat Camp. Has everything I, been good?
1: I'll I'll do a teaser. I just had something the size of my arm. (laughs) Find out more on Fat Camp. So it's going well. Yeah, okay, uh, you know what? things are about... going well. Actually, yeah. Oh, I mean, I just have finals mm-hmm. this uh, tomorrow, yeah. so it's just you know, it's just I don't know how you do this and your, uh, um, your other. I can't think of the mm-hmm. word for it. I'm, yeah. i have just that's m- the main thing is I've just been losing my vocab mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. Uh, but your, uh, your nonprofit, like I don't know how you do both because oh. I just. I just feel like mm-hmm. I just like have energy for one or the other. Well, the
0: nonprofit so. at this stage just runs itself. so yeah, I mean, like I, I guess, have I have scheduled so- classes that, but they don't start until late February. <sighs> and who cares about this? Here's what I will say is um, yeah, I don't remember what I was gonna say. let's actually just, I want actually I actually want to jump into the episode. Oh no, I know what I was gonna say. So you know, a couple of years ago, I was up for uh-huh. a job on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Do you know about this?
1: Yeah, Yusuf used to tell me that Yusuf what was it? Fax him jokes or something or, or was is that somebody sh- else? Sh- sh- I
0: don't even know. So anyway, uh I used to be, I was up for a job at Jamaican Life, right? Uh-huh. And uh I didn't get it. It was down to me and some other guy and be, uh I I'm okay with not getting it because Was this you know,
1: a writer or was this like I don't a, want to get into
0: it. But there's, okay. there's a shortage of uh, straight white men in Hollywood. So it went to a good person. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so our friend Pat Keene messages me today. And, but, but the person told me, oh my God, I was so close. It was down to you and this other person. It was like the hardest decision I've ever had to make, yada, yada, yada. Right. And I was like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but, 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 by the way, what this person wrote to me in the email was that, okay, that's very nice. And that was fine. then she wrote at the end, she goes, we're always looking for fat people for comedy bits if you ever want to come on and, and for comedy bits and i was like wait are you you're just rejecting me for a job but you said you want to bring me on the show to make fun of fat people mm-hmm. you know so i was like i so well, I, in response i wrote it and I said, like oh thank you it, it stings a little bit you know i was really i was really felt good about this job and I said, uh, but in terms of the other thing, you know, ask me in a couple months and I go, it, 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 I don't know if I'm ready to answer that kind of question right now or something like that, right? And I think that really pissed her off because so then Pat Keene says, you should hit up this chick uh, again because another position opened up. The same one, the same position oh, okay. opened up. You should you should hit her up. And I, I didn't know if I wanted to because I'm really pursuing this podcasting thing as a career and there's other shit going on but i go you know what it's dumb of me not to just poke around right hear what they have to say so i email her today and she emailed me back to me. she goes yeah no we're, we're not interested we have other people in mind thanks hope you hope your life treats you well oh boy oh, I was like, okay but i was like but you know it's all for the best i kind of didn't want to do it i was only i was doing it because i was like i would kick myself if i didn't write that email does that make sense yeah, but I wasn't super bummed that 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 was the case. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I I feel this. I I've had that happen where mm-hmm. you know I had a uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, um, I had a, a writing job for a YouTube channel mm-hmm. that kind of went nowhere, yeah. and the guy that did the YouTube channel reached out to me again and was like, Oh, Hey, I'm interested in doing whatever. And I was like, odds are just based off his track record, it's going to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. But I would rather say yes and have it potentially lead somewhere. than say no. And just maybe it's a thing. And then, excuse me. And then it's like, Oh, great. I said, no. And now it's like this big thing. So it led nowhere, but, um, you know, I just – I feel like sometimes you just got to take a chance and just see what happens. Yeah, I know. But I, I know,
0: I know yeah, that's why that's why I wrote the email. But I wasn't really thinking, like, oh, <laughs> even if they, like – oh, that's so gross. Anyway, that was thinking, like,
1: <laughs> put <it> on mute. <laughs> I did put on mute when I was having a whole coughing fit while uh-huh. you were talking about a job that you didn't get that you didn't really want. <laughs>
0: You know what? On that note, this week, the Boulet brothers set off a nuclear bomb. The girls are told they're going to go to the desert for Wasteland Weekend. We see the girls wait for the car to take them to Wasteland Weekend. They drive to Wasteland Weekend. They walk around Wasteland Weekend. The girls get ready in a tent and meet Vander Van Odd and then perform in a photo shoot at a completely different time of day. On part two, the girls put on their makeup in a tent. They meet Vander Von Odd. Then they perform a lip sync number at Wasteland Weekend. Afterward, the Boulet Brothers named James Majesty the winner of the challenge. Regardless, all four girls were up for elimination as the girls went head to head in the Thunderdome to guarantee that the Boulet Brothers really beat the fated feud between Abhora and Bitch into the ground. The next day, the Boulet Brothers threw water on a- on Abhora. And she melted, leaving only three girls remaining for the season finale. Lori, named two things you liked about the episodes and one thing you did not. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> I always I always, I always feel like I'm going to be able to do it. And then when it comes down, I'm like, I can't. I can't
0: mm-hmm. do it. This is uh, a hard one. This is a hard one. I'm going to tell you.
1: Well, one thing I definitely liked was how attractive I thought Bitch Pudding liked yes. looked in uh, regular clothes. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked very. I like that he just looked very like mus. I don't know. I just was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Um, and uh, that's it.
0: (laughs) Okay, what didn't you like?
1: (laughs) All, all of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just didn't like every every choice they made. I felt was a weird one. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that. You know, it just, uh, it was basically a promotion for a a, a desert getaway. Like shitty, uh,
0: shitty Burning Man. And that's saying a lot. Yeah.
1: Like basically a shitty Burning Man. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was like at some point I felt like I was going to have to, like, honestly, at the end of episode seven, I was like, this is like waiting for a timeshare. <laughs> this is like waiting for the end of a timeshare so you can get some, you know get vacation getaway that you don't Mm -hmm. that actually doesn't have end up happening Mm -hmm. so i just i don't know i just didn't yeah oh uh i will say the looks i liked their looks for the most part there were Mm -hmm. certain looks that i didn't necessarily agree with but Mm -hmm. for the most part i liked the looks of the of everybody so all right
0: uh you know what you i i like the i like the uh the remaining contestants in boy clothes for different reasons it just proves they should have, like Drag Race does, they should have the drag queens in their boy looks all the time. Because it yeah. made them, it made it so much easier, even though we, I already know who they are at this point, it made it so much easier to differentiate them in drag. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay, that's what we're dealing with with the face. So when you see them all done up, you're like, okay, that's who that person is.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't think Victoria looked all that... Attractive out of drag. oh really
0: I thought Victoria was very handsome out of drag
1: oh no I thought he looked like he lo- he reminded me a lot of my high school band teacher who okay. was like this weird guy uh-huh. who smelled like salami all the time and like. <laughs> <laughs> He just had like a he had a disease that nobody understood, Uh but all it meant was just every single time after every single band uh, show, he would always have to take like two weeks off Mm -hmm. to recover from his unknown disease, and then he killed somebody by running them over in a crosswalk, and he still is a teacher. Uh, that is a
0: crazy story, (sighs) yet not surprising. Uh, based on what you're saying. Uh, okay, so uh, they should always do the boy closing next. Yeah. I noticed this. I'm going to just say this now. I was going to comment on it, but since there's so little to, to praise in this episode, I'm going to go with this. Um, I don't know if it's because they fetishize Latinos or they're somehow really just very pro Latino. But I do kind of love that the Boulet brothers use Latinos in almost everything that they do. Like, every driver's Latino, every, the Israel's Latino, the, a lot of the crew is Latino, like just Latino, 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 Latino. And, uh, I'm in support of that, you know? Even, again, I suspect it might be a fetish that they have. But uh, I'll take it. We, we'll take what we are, can get at the Latinos.
1: Do you think it's just Latinos are just used to doing shitty work? No,
0: no. But they haven't done. But remember on season one, most most of the drag queens were Latino.
1: That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah that's true. And the
0: one thing I didn't like—I'm with you—literally from the first second of episode one to the last second. Of episode seven and the last second of episode eight, it episode seven in general was the biggest waste of fucking time I have ever seen on television. It was literally yeah. you just wasted an hour of my life. You could have started with episode eight, and no one would have been the wiser.
1: And we're gonna get to it, but they, but all most of episode seven and episode eight is talking about. <laughs> a a, a show that we should have seen. That's what it is. It's all, it's just like, Hey, we talked about, it's like, why didn't we see that? Yeah. That's all. uh, It's literally all it is, is talking about an episode we should have seen. Yeah. And that's, that's how I, that's what I feel like most of it is, but yeah, yeah, it's just, it was, it was awful. And I just, I, I don't know what, what it is about them and the desert. I mean, it's like, do they just like, do they fetishize the desert too? Do they? Mm-hmm. Is that their thing? Latinos in desert? Is that like their big you know, because it's like every everything I feel like involves the desert in some way.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, look I am Latino and maybe it's because, you know, it's almost like one of these things that like, maybe like if, you know, like for instance uh, You're d- a Latino? <laughs> do you think any, like let's say I, like, you know the guy, you know Tom Hanks and he's in that uh, movie where he's on no. the island?
1: Oh well, yeah. Castaway.
0: Do you think that fucker wants to eat ever eat another fucking coconut or see water again? No, right? Yeah, I'm the same way. After my people, you know, um, brave the desert, you know, to come over here. The last place I want to be is the fucking desert. Well, you know what's really funny? I'm totally lying here. Like I am Latino, but my family's been here since it was like legal for Latinos to come here. You know, and they just like, yeah. they just walked over and they just been here ever since. Like no one, no none of nobody in my ancestry ever. I've already done the the uh, genealogical research ever like cross yeah. the border illegally.
1: yeah, Joe, you're built like a pillow okay <laughs> your, your ancestors are not are not hard work, you yeah. know we, yeah, we yeah. know this yeah so you don't, he, co- you don't come from you know like farming <laughs> stock <laughs> uh, all right, I want
0: to jump into this cold open here. all right, all right, here we go. The Boulet brothers, possibly after their spaceship landed in the same spot a few episodes ago, are now dressed in pre-post-apocalyptic gear and sitting on thrones in the desert. They got <laughs>
1: They got to the, Okay, so Wait, wait, I'm not done. Okay, okay, they stare
0: okay. at each other and then look with surprise at a box with a bright red button. They press the button and watch all of the nuclear bombs they set off explode in the distance. Then they toast each other and drink gasoline. Okay, go
1: ahead. Okay. so uh first off the the makeup they wear is is good i like their makeup right but then Mm -hmm. they ruin it by having these like halloween masks yeah mad max masks, Mm -hmm. and then also they do the slowest nod to each other Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's like what is the nod Mm -hmm. like what is it like is it time it's time it's like yeah the button they have is the, you know, ratchet, ratchetest looking button I've it's ever like seen in my staples,
0: entire life. The, um, the, uh, that was easy. Remember those buttons that they had at staples? And that was easy. Yeah. It was that button. Yeah. The big it giant, looks, like, like a cartoon button, like a game show buzzer.
1: It looks so scraped up. It looks like it was one of those, that was easy buttons that they had to scrape off that that was easy. Yeah. And then they, and secondly, and or another thing is what did they blow up? Because the in the desert. Okay, wait. I have
0: so much to talk about with this cold open. Okay, first of all, let's buy into the post-apocalyptic world, right? So let's buy into Mad Max, okay? Okay. So the reason, if you think about it, is there was a nuclear... Let's take Mad Max, the world of Mad Max. There was a nuclear war, and everything was destroyed, leveled, laid to the ground. There's nothing left. And so these people, these survivalists, people who survived the nuclear war, they've started dressing like this because this is what's left that's why it's a post-apocalyptic world so they're dressed like this for some reason it's just the way it developed okay so why would the boulet brothers if they haven't blown up the world yet why would they be dressed up for the post-apocalypse it has the apocalypse hasn't happened they're going to set off the apocalypse
1: oh so they're the ones who set off the apocalypse well they
0: hit the button and all these nuclear bombs go off you're right yeah
1: so so they okay so they so maybe I, I yeah i don't know it's like also what you know what was their tar- what was their target it, and it took so long from when they pressed the button to the explosions to start happening yeah that it almost felt like there was somebody in in like a tower on the other side of the mountain going okay <laughs> now go <laughs> but they it was the, the worst
0: pro- it was the worst special effect ever
1: and I love how each explosion looked exactly the same. Yeah. They didn't even try and make it look no. different. Each no. explosion looked the same. And so, so it, uh, so then, mm-hmm. so they explode. For some reason, they explode nothing, mm-hmm. right? We don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Then they take out a chess piece that yeah. has abhor on it. Abhor on it. But that's it. They don't have. <laughs> They don't have any other characteristics of any of the <laughs> no. other chess pieces that make it look like any of the other girls on uh drag queens on the board. Yeah. So it's like are you are you saying that you're you're really manipulating Abhora? Like what mm-hmm. is the So then it's like and then it's like okay, well, does that mean that the explosion was to do something towards towards the drag queens? Uh-huh. Like were you trying to do something for them? And and then it's like, so then they play chess for a little bit and it was just like, but then they, and then again, they nod to each other and it's just like, what? <laughs> like, don't be subtle. What is your thing? <laughs> like, stop nodding to each other. Say it out loud. Yeah.
0: No, like, no, no. It was... Well, but I like that. Um, uh, <sighs> I like that. Um, uh, <laughs> that I did. I don't know if you noticed this. Well, there's two things I noticed I wanted to talk about. When they pan across to the Boulet brothers, they show a skull that's impaled on a pipe. Now this is so picky, but the pipe is just like a regular like metal pipe, but there's no pointy end. So how would you have stabbed that person with the pipe? It's like a regular pipe that you would see. Like how I don't, it wouldn't go into someone's body. It's just a hollow pipe. Okay, one.
1: It's like a boom mic.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Two. I don't, maybe I was reading the face wrong, but when it, when it's time for them to blow everything up, when I well, I actually in this case I can't tell who is Swan and who is Drac. uh oh, really? I can't tell in the makeup in on this one. So one of them makes this face, and when they look down, like oh my god, and they're like, how did this button appear? Like I'm like, are you surprised that there's a button there? There's a button in, enclosed in glass. Uh, oh, they supr- look
1: surprised. I just felt like they were looking down.
0: Oh, like oh man, I don't know. It, it, it was, the the cold open was so. Could, why would they? If, okay, why would you blow? What was the point in blowing everything up?
1: Yeah, that it. No, no reason whatsoever. They just literally blew it up and then, but didn't say what it was. Didn't mm-hmm. say, and it, it was several explosions. Oh, many, yeah, learned. multiple explosions. Yeah. Uh-huh. We learned that it was many, and so then. It, it, but we have no idea what it was mm-hmm. it could have been nothing it could have been something um, we, we'll it just never know it was just explosions somebody just got a new uh, just got an adobe I, uh, cloud package on there for and wanted to use an explosion tool <laughs> on adobe premiere and was uh-huh. just like let me do it one of the latinos one and of the Latino-
0: uh, because then why would but then here's the deal too is then they, they talk to each other and like they're like like that right but then yeah if you just blew everything up
1: how do you know the girls are still alive you just blew them up yeah also it's like how does that help or hurt you yeah what was it that you blew like what 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 like it was like there was no reason for it like what was the thing and then are they drinking gasoline or yeah. are they drinking beer that was in a gasoline well probably what tank. it was but they, don't
0: they pour they, they show them pouring a gasoline tank into champagne. which we've never seen the boulet brothers drinking non-human substances
1: no they drink blood
0: but like that, that kind of makes sense. But we've ever seen like some like if you drank blood, it'd be gross. But oh, it I kill see, non-human. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, yeah. I no, Sorry, I didn't think it. Yeah, no, I I agree. But then also, it was like it was such a weird way that they did it, where they were just like they couldn't figure out how to open the nozzle, and then they you know. So it's just like it just felt like they bought a bunch of like stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just like, how do we make this a cool thing? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah i don't know and they they say everything's going exactly as planned what plan yeah where's the plan what and that's the thing that i have one of the issues that i have with the whole thing in general was that these two episodes a lot of what they talk about is how oh we we're really showing what Dracula the show is all about what is it about (laughs) What, like like this is, well, okay. this is i have a lot of- to
0: say i have a lot to say about this because vander brings it up in the tent and i have so much to say about all that
1: all right so okay. we'll get to that so okay. and then also they're playing chess wrong mm-hmm. they're not yeah, yeah. playing chess correctly so it's like are they they're just moving pieces around are they mm-hmm. moving pieces like what it just it doesn't make any sense are they? Do they live in the desert? Is I don't that know. Like... I
0: thought they lived in the theater. Well, let's, yeah. let's move Let's move on. Back at the theater, the remaining girls are presenting as men and sitting in the dressing room of the theater where the Brulé brothers live. They make small talk before the Brulé brothers enter the room and act like they've never been in this room in their own house. They announce yeah. this week's challenge. The girls will perform at Wasteland Weekend. The girls act like they know what, what that is and seem genuinely excited. Lori, your thoughts on everything that happened in that? That,
1: so the i was i was actually excited about in the beginning because i was like oh they're not they don't have their makeup on yeah they're not pre but then it's come to find out it's because they they're going they're traveling yeah and they're that's why they don't have their makeup on mm-hmm. so that and then i love how we went to from a cityscape to a night vision goggle version of the theater to assign to then it's just like it was just a lot of like jarring movements yeah and i do love how uh swan thula comes out or no uh swan it's like oh this is such a trick you guys have left this like a, a trash heap and it's like literally the most spotless <laughs> it's ever yeah, it's, been
0: it, well it's, it's a little dusty but, but it's not like they trashed the place and it's, no it, and by the way in in the series in the season they haven't been there that much no
1: and so they and they talk about yeah so they, they tell them that they're going to the wasteland I don't know I don't really have much to say about this other than it just you know it's the same old same old it's that they are pretending they don't know where, what they're doing when mm-hmm. they obviously find out in the car that they know exactly what they're doing they've been preparing for weeks <laughs> so
0: I know, we're going to find that out. Okay, so yeah, so what happens is they come in and they go like, you're going to Wasteland Weekend! And the girl's like, what? What? What's
1: going on? What?
0: Like, they're so shocked.
1: Meanwhile, they're all packed and and ready to go. And ready to go. And then also, wh- one of the things that I don't know why it weirded me out, but they Swanthula tells Israel to get them coffee, and then he brings them like a tiny styrofoam cup of Jack Daniels, <laughs> and I would have been like, "This is not coffee." Yeah, like I don't know. So I don't know. I just thought, uh, and I will say this because we already know who who won and who lost. Mm-hmm. The whole show, I felt like these whole the whole two episodes was just basically saying. Victoria, James, and Bitch are gonna be in the top three. Ephora mm-hmm. is not gonna be, you know, it's like mm-hmm. really honestly, I don't think anybody thought that Ephura was gonna make it to the top three. Mm-hmm. And what and another thing that I thought was so weird was that they were like, this is it. This is the this is the this is what we've been waiting for to get to the final three. There can only be three. And it's like, usually isn't it there can only be one? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it like this is I feel like this is like before what you know, what are they going to say for Episode 9? This is what we've also always been waiting for. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> this is what we've all... And then they do, I think, with their fingers. Been waiting for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, that's
0: <laughs> just dumb. All right. Thank you. Waiting outside later, the girls are apparently all packed and ready to go to Wasteland Weekend. They sit outside waiting for the car that will take them to the desert. As they sit there, they talk until the car comes from them. This Guys, you're, what you're going to hear right now is... You might think, oh, but there must be all this scintillating conversation that we missed out on. But what do they really talk about that they missed Disasterina?
1: Oh, and that she was a great competitor. Yeah. What? (laughs) What? Come on. Seriously, I was like, a great
0: competitor. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. Oh my! I'm so horny. <laughs> oh my pussy. My pussy. Yeah. Oh, do you want to
0: put it in my pussy? Oh, please. You know, if, if I, you know, if I. Uh, by the way, I, there's people on the show that don't know this? We, I've been, I was talking about this before the show, but I have an update. Uh but uh i'm talking to james majesty's uh representative just messaged back to me he's like james has time tomorrow to do an interview uh but once again uh, do you want him to do it in drag or not which i was like i don't give a shit and then he's like and you still haven't told us how much you're gonna pay us for this
1: we should ask for him to do it in drag just just to piss him off (laughs) This is a phone call <laughs> uh, okay, um, uh, but anyway, but, but you yeah, know, you know, if we asked disaster. Oh, oh sorry.
0: I was gonna say, if you ask disaster disasterina would do it for a hostess cupcake. Yeah, and I just stick that hostess oh, cupcake <sighs> into my booty. That's yeah. what I would do. I would. Just I'm such it. a
1: ho-ho. I am such a ho. Uh,
0: am I gonna be sucking some? Can I suck your cock while you're doing the interview? Because I like those suck cock. No, I don't though, because I'm really heteroflexible.
1: Yeah. I, I just also it's like one of the things that's frustrating is just how much James is picking on Abhora. I feel mm-hmm. like it's really like, it, it, I don't know. I just, I I don't, it's not that I'm like a fan of Abhoras now. It's mm-hmm. just that I feel bad for her because I feel like James is like now like nobody's stopping him. So mm-hmm. he's just now fully kind of picking on Abhora mm-hmm. every every chance he gets. But then he'll come back with like, "But I'm your friend, and I love you, and I want you to do better." <laughs> <laughs> and and then he go, he says several times, "Most people think I'm a cunt, but I'm not. I'm actually really nice." And it's just an act I put on, and well, I just say that, but I'm actually really nice. And there's it's a, like,
0: there's a part no. later in the show. You know, I think it's episode two where he describes that he says that one of his biggest problems he's been like so shy and quiet or something during the seat. I'm like, what?
1: That's yeah. And he said that before. He said that like. I just feel like I don't I don't really, you know, get my voice hasn't been heard. It's like you literally do not stop fucking talking.
0: <laughs> so you don't think we should pay James Majesty for an interview
1: then? No. I will tell you this, if if we if James Majesty comes on, I'm, inter- I'm interrupting the shit out of him. Every single time he says something, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, that's great, but also" <laughs> But yeah, so I just so okay, so, so we have the car ride where they're excited about what they're well, yeah, uh, in about the, car, the show, yeah,
0: in the car, the girls give new age advice to everyone <laughs> watching, James apologizes to bitch yet again, and then Abhor reveals all her plans while the other girls pretend to be asleep,
1: yeah, so abhor finally has time to sit to talk, yeah, I honestly, I think the guy who played the serial killer in the camping episode was the one who packed up the car. You
0: might be right. Actually. I think you might be right. I think the serial killer is the one who packed up the car. They had a Which very similar look.
1: Would have been funny if they would have been like, help me. I like that in the car,
0: James is like, bitch, I just want to tell you you're super awesome. And I just feel really badly. Cause I feel we came really down hard on you for all these lies that we believed about you. And we didn't really know the truth. And we were just believing lies. And then poor is just like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, also one of the things that frustrates me is that James is just like I, we, you know, we've all known these people where it's like this reminds me so much of my mother. Mm-hmm. Is that it's like you, 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 you they just cannot help dredging up the past. It's mm-hmm. like they have nothing new to say, so they just repeat the same thing over and over and over until something new happens, and mm-hmm. then they'll move on from that. But they don't create new things; they just repeat them. Mm-hmm. So. James is constantly talking about over and over again, how he's upset that, you know, he's upset because he, he was mad at bitch, mm-hmm. but then also he's mad at a but then also, you know, so it's just like, he keeps repeating the same fucking thing over and over mm-hmm. again. And it's just like, dude, let it go. But then he's, but then his attitude is like, but I'm super friendly and I love everybody and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you're not. You're a shitster. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You, sh- you stir the pot and you get people riled up and nobody's calling you out on your shit, because they're just like, we're over it. We don't care. But, you know, it's just like, oh, my God. It's just so frustrating to me. So, yeah.
0: Um, me. I like that they were also like, again, the, again. we've talked about this before. They need to come up with a consistent idea of when the, the timeline of this show is. Because, in theory, we've just seen them, okay, uh, Meet with the boulets, then go outside and wait for the car to pick them up because taking them all of a sudden and they're going yeah. to waste on a weekend. And then they say, they're talking to the car and they're like, Yeah, we've been working for a week on our costumes oh my God. and our number.
1: I almost threw the computer across the room when they said that. Can you? Im- okay, this is what I don't understand about this freaking show. They literally had a co- they had them working on shit and they didn't show us. Yeah. They instead said, you know, what would be better? You know what we should do? <laughs> we should have them talking while waiting for the bus, while waiting for the car. <laughs> See them pack up and then talking while yeah. they're driving to the location. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the real That's going to be where the real gold is. It's like, oh my god, like nothing. We don't know anything about their performance. Yeah. Other like what they're going to be doing, we don't know any I mean, it's like uh, well, it especially
0: just, in such a waste of time that this episode is.
1: It is such a waste of time. It's also super redundant. They do not, every single instance, They're all they do is repeat the same things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, the, the young kids who are going to be watching this. It's like, really? Do you honestly think young kids, you think a six-year-old is going to be like, Dracula, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, and I, also, <laughs> yeah.
1: Even if a young kid does watch it, they'll be just as confused as me because they don't know what's happening. That's so
0: funny. You're right because at right. Vander brings up he's like, oh, all the kids that come and that come and see you, they just want they want to wait there because they can't get into the club. They want to meet you. Meanwhile, James is like, I just really want to suck a cock. Can I just suck a really dirty, fucking yeah. cheesy cum stained yeah. cock right here, yeah. right now? Can someone just fuck me in the ass?
1: Which also they don't show. They just show him. <laughs> He wants us to do it's like stop talking about stuff and show it, yeah. Like, it's like show him hitting on a dude. I would rather see that than Mm -hmm. see him talk, you know, them take the slowest uh van ride ever on that stupid gated thing where they were like, now we're gonna really oh my god, we're we're doing something crazy, and then they just go like the slowest way possible through the desert.
0: You're making a case, you're making a case to interview James Majesty. To find out if he actually sucked a dirty cock. I think that desert. would be
1: the only question that I would actually care to to see. I just don't... I just feel like he just is like... Uh, he, no, I
0: would want to put him... I'm sorry. I just want to put him to the fire and go like, okay. L- I, cause I would want to ask him the questions. Like, why... Did they order an, a big yeah. Italian guy f- or did they order a pizza? Like, I would want him to explain the logic.
1: Yes. Yes. Also, it's like, he is talented. Like, that's the thing that I think is so frustrating is that he's won a lot of the challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's just that he's so, he, he's so unlikable and he's such a, a, an annoyance that I honestly feel like in the end, that's going to be what hurts him. Let me I ask- mean, it's like, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like you can tell from the, I mean, even when the, I mean, we're jumping ahead, but. Mm-hmm. Even when they were talking about the drag queens, they were like, Oh, we have a special plate in our heart for Abora. Yeah, James is great, but you know, it's it's what it is. And mm-hmm. then and then they were like, Oh, but bitch has done really well, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like if you look at if you look at season two for season one versus season two, what Vander Van Odd excelled in almost every uh I think she did she did great um in almost every comp, every mm-hmm. competition, right? Mm-hmm. James is almost the same. Uh, James has done almost the same am- amount as mm-hmm. as as Vander Van Odd, but there is no way that James is like as when when they entered the finals, it was basically Vander Van Odd's to lose, mm-hmm. right? I don't I don't think James is. Go- I think James is going to have a way harder time getting winning than than Vander Van Odd because of his attitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, I it's just and that. I I don't know, but yeah, the car ride was just annoying. And why did they zoom in on that stupid hat in the beginning of the car ride? That didn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know why either. And also, like the the okay, I want to get. I know this is something that's probably a pet thing of me of mine, but like when they're all pretending that James and bitch and and Victoria are asleep, and then Abhor is like. Going on and on about the show, about like in what he how he sees the show. Do you really think any of them were asleep? they all of a sudden they were asleep. And by the way, Abhor is not even whispering. Abhor is talking at full volume. Why would they yeah. be asleep? Why would all three of them be asleep? It's not four in the morning.
1: No. Well, I would say car rides do kind of knock me out. But if all I'm three not... people, and except for Abhor? Yeah, I I just also think that uh probably the producer was like, all right we need abhor to be able to talk so you guys can either pay attention or you can pretend to be asleep yeah you know, and they were all right. like all right we'll pretend to be asleep yeah
0: All right, uh, let's go on to uh, the last part of this episode. It's Wasteland Weekend, and the girls have arrived, and they walk around, taking the experience in. Israel approaches them and beckons them to their makeup tent. In the makeup tent, the girls complain about the wind and discuss their shared theme, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Israel returns and summons the girls to a remote part of the desert that is apparently right next to a major highway. There, the Boulain brothers inform the girls that they are going to take part in a photo shoot, and then introduce them to Vander Odd, who, despite working on the crew, has never met the girls.
1: Yeah, well, I, I like, I would like to rename this sexual assault Savannah, because I feel like at least I, I just have a feeling that that you know, some the women have been mistreated in this in this uh, <laughs> wasteland, yeah. but. I mean, I, honestly, it just felt like a weird plug for this. And it was like, it was one of those things where I was like, did this come out around the time of Mad Max? Because this feels very Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I know that's what they said, but it's like, is this like everything was just Mad Max? It wasn't necessarily like a wasteland. It was just Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. essentially.
0: I think I kind of have an answer because I was doing a little research where we'll get into this actually. Uh, when we get into the actual wasteland, wasteland weekend, um, the Boulay brothers seem to be regulars there and have been, uh, performed there many times over the years. No, yeah.
1: I'm shocked. <laughs> you mean to tell me that they had a vested interest in people knowing about this?
0: Yeah, they seem to be going. They seem to be people who go there all the time and they they, they host. They're like hosts of a show there.
1: One of the things that really annoyed me was that they kept saying that. Um, you know oh i hope that they'll you know they'll be okay with you know drag queens and it's mm-hmm. a straight show and blah 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 it's like it's a bunch of grown adults who like to dress up like yes they're gonna be okay with you know it's like i don't care we're we're gonna go to a straight show and it's gonna be punk rock and they're gonna have to just deal with you know deal with us and it's like no obviously this is something that the boulay brothers have done before yeah And I I mean, you know, I don't think that they would put cameras and people in a location where there's a chance that, you know, there could be a riot Mm -hmm. or something. So that, I don't know, that kind of bothered me. Yeah, well, the
0: the Boulay brothers have been there for years and years. Like, I found a video of them on YouTube from, like, 2011 or something like that. So they know what the vibe is like, okay? One. Two is, let me ask you this question. Based on what you saw. Would you ever go to this? No. Yeah, it was, It looked awful.
1: No, I, I, I went to Coachella one time and I hated. <laughs> I hated like every minute of it. I mean, mostly it's because I, I accidentally I smoked weed for the first time that mm-hmm. was laced with PCP and I didn't realize it and mm-hmm. I got super sick. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> excuse me. Um. Yeah, it just, it looks like, first off, I'd bake. I would just literally broil. on mm-hmm. the whitest of white. Mm-hmm. So I would just, and then the sand and the desert, and there's no, like, clean bathroom. There's yeah. no easy, although you did say it was on a major freeway, so well, you maybe go, if I. When they're standing with the Boulay brothers, which we're going to get to in a second.
0: Yeah. You can see cars whiffing by them and the highway behind them. You see headlights just constantly in, behind them. It's yeah. not like a lonely highway that they're by
1: there is one one part of it that i laughed out loud that i was like even though i just said no that i wouldn't do it but it just this just reminded me of it there's one part of it that i laughed out loud where i was like this would be me if if i did it this Mm -hmm. would be me where Mm -hmm. it's that it's the part where they wave down like a like a bus essentially Mm -hmm. or like a a you know a whatever it is like a, mm-hmm. a two-tier bus that mm-hmm. um they get on and they're like this is crazy and then it goes like two miles an hour um and there is a fat lady <laughs> sitting on a stool like with binoculars for some reason riding on the bus on the outside like she's like security and i was like that'd be me <laughs> that that would be me i'd be the fat lady on the stool that to me was like that's probably the funnest she'll ever have because it's just she's just sitting on a stool just like outside the car Mm -hmm. you know just having a gay old time pretending like she's a road road warrior you know and she's just like a lazy ass who can't who doesn't want to you know walk around so but yeah then we...
0: now, what did you think about the part where they took the, the when they were talking to the, okay, I want to, because I want to wrap this episode up. So they go out, they talk talking to the desert with the Boulay brothers by the highway. Vander Von Odd walks up. Looks great, by the way. Vander Von Odd looks fantastic.
1: <laughs> it's so hard. I know it's not real, mm-hmm. but I just really wanted the truth to be that she was just hiding in the corner the whole time, <laughs> and they couldn't <laughs> hang out. Like you know when the, when we did the episode where they were in the dark, yeah, and we just pretended like I just because when she when the, when she shows up, there's no like giant bush. She's just literally like on <laughs> the ground, and they're like, "What? Where? Where is she? What? Yeah. What?" and then she's just
0: standing there yeah yeah and it's just like
1: i just would love for her to just if they just did a pan out she's just in a corner on on the ground hiding yeah it's just it just made me laugh really hard um yeah i will say one thing i know this sounds really i know this sound. i really liked uh vander van odd's look i thought she looked really cool on this Mm -hmm um but yeah it did crack me up that she but I really uh, got, like
0: she's been watching you the whole time they're like what,
1: what? yeah <laughs> she's also a producer of the show so they know that she's been watching them the whole time she's been there every single day and they're yeah like, they're acting
0: like what, are you,
1: what what and we'll find out more about the the great acting of of how they of how they go i've seen you but i haven't really introduced myself and it was like well how do they do? <laughs> of course you have you weirdo yeah um
0: it's not like and they have, like, I, a giant crew, too. They're, like, there's, like, you know, it's not like it's, like, a giant. It's not like they're, they're on no. Avatar 2. You know, yeah. there's, like, 100,000 people working on this movie. It's, like, eight people <laughs> working on this whole show.
1: And this is a new thing that I've uh, I've started that I've just decided is that it, there's nothing more boring to me than watching a photo shoot. Oh. <sighs> I just think it's such a boring like the pictures were I thought were actually good mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. they showcased the pictures, but just watching them do it just was like, ugh, okay. Like it's just a lot of like that <laughs> face a thousand times. Let's
0: actually talk about the photo shoot right now and then we'll wrap this part of the episode up. But you know, it's it's one of these things where again, the I'm gonna say the lack of magic of movie making is When the girls are talking to the, to the, when the Boulet brothers are talking to the girls, it's like magic hour, you know, for those of you who don't know, magic hour is that like time between like daytime and nighttime, like that dusk when everything's kind of like golden. Yeah. And uh, it's like magic hour in the desert, which is a nice time to shoot the desert. But then they go, you're going to do a photo shoot. And then it's like the middle of the day. All of a sudden, like it just jumps time. Yeah. And now it's the middle of the day and they're all in full makeup and their full outfits. But this this show does not give a shit about that. But um, let's talk about the photo shoot. Because in my opinion, everybody looked fantastic, by the way. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, though, bitch, actually, my big complaint was her. She was almost like Monique shame, you know? Yeah. Because uh, by the way, Luke Stammann, who's in the chat room, came down on me the other day because he said I said her name wrong all the time. But like, but like, her uh, whole face was covered up. We didn't see any makeup. Everything was covered. Later yeah. on, we saw it and looked fantastic. But like in that in that photo shoot, I would have given her big marks down. What were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I I will say that. So season one, I mm-hmm. forgot who I think it was. Meatball had that. Cause they were sea monsters. Mm-hmm. So they, she had that face thing on that I thought looked really cool, mm-hmm. but she, it like, she worked it into her face. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like bitch just kind of put on something over her face. She didn't work mm-hmm. it in, you know, she didn't like, it wasn't like a prosthetic that she added. Mm-hmm. She just like, you know, added on top. And I, I felt like it was kind of a cop out. Like yeah. I was like, I didn't really like, I don't really think it added to her mystique or anything. Mm-hmm um also i will say one of the things that i one of the reasons why i don't like the the uh or didn't like the photo shoot was that it just everybody just looked like idiots mm-hmm. but the photos look cool but then like it was just like you know victoria is just like you know going ha, 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 like the whole time and yeah. you're just like okay and then you see a photo and you're like, oh, that's really cool. But it's not at all what she was actually doing in the mm-hmm. photo. It's the fo- Like, it almost makes you feel like they took, they did this and then they did the real photo shoot afterwards. Um, but yeah, I, I thought everybody, I, I would say that I thought um, I liked uh, uh, Bitch's uh, uh, chain thing. I thought that looked cool. I actually really liked Abhora. I thought mm-hmm. Abhora looked great. And I felt bad for her uh, because I felt like when she was saying that she blended in, I felt like, well, she was also the last one during the darkest time, Mm -hmm. you know? So I felt like it was like a weird thing. The only thing I didn't like was that she had that stupid fake arm that Mm -hmm. she was carrying around. (laughs) What was wrong with that? It was like the dumbest. It was like, It was like the everything else looked really. I felt like put together, really (laughs) neat. And then she has this like store bought Mm -hmm. fake dead baby arm Mm -hmm. that for no reason. And I'm just like, okay. I just feel like she does one thing that always upsets me. It's like she can never. Yeah, you
0: you don't like Abhora.
1: No, but I will say that I thought that this was the coolest. She looked. She looked. I thought she looked. She looked great. She looked fantastic. Um. And I really loved the scene of them walking up that hill when they were, you know, taking the group photo. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they did the "to be continued," and I thought that was really stupid. To be
0: continued, and in fact, let's actually move on. But do you have something to say besides that?
1: Oh no. I was just going to... I was going to jump to the next episode. Oh, yeah.
0: Part two starts with the girls back in the dusty makeup tent talking about the photo shoot. Vander Von Ott stops by and talks to the girls about her, about Vander's thoughts on their progress in the competition and the experience of being the world's first drag super monster. Laura, your thoughts on this whole conversation in the tent?
1: Uh, Okay. Well, first off, what I didn't understand... Was towards the end of it, they say, oh, we don't know if bitch is going to be ready. We're worried that we're not going to have. And it's like they didn't change their outfits. Yeah. They just went out in the same outfit. Like, I think maybe bitch put on a little bit. But it was just like, what part of it is was she not ready for?
0: I think you're buying the timeline. I think I think um, uh, I think it's actually probably another day.
1: Yeah, and they had to put oh, that stuff definitely. back on.
0: Yeah, they had to put that stuff back on. And I think, also, and I think, oh. and I think, bitch Bit didn't have makeup on under that mask, and now she had actually put makeup on for the p- performance.
1: Also, I thought, I again, I thought James was a little cunty in that she was like, I thought we all did great, and everybody was like, Yeah, I really enjoyed all of our performances. Abhor, I thought you were a little weak. <laughs> it <was> just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go fuck <find> yourself. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Yeah. But yeah, I I just love how she comes in. She's like, oh, hi. And they're Mm. like, hey, how are you? They're, you know, like being all friendly. She's like, I know she had to like stick to script. She's like, I know we haven't really, I haven't really, you know, you haven't really seen me. I've just been Mm -hmm. up in the rafters. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's like you could see the wheels turning. Yeah. And it's just like, just pretend like you have like a, you know, uh, just pretend like you know each other. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you have to pretend so, and then I love how they all have to stop and talk, do this like really dramatic talk for no reason, mm-hmm. and then like go like, oh, we're running late. We don't know if we'll be ready. It's like you couldn't be putting on your makeup during this time. Like that couldn't have happened.
0: No. Ugh. But it I wanna sad. talk about like, okay, first of all, what I want to talk about is all of them talking shit about drag race, which look. I could talk about shit for, about Drag Race all day long, right? They talked talk...
1: shit about Drag oh,
0: Race? You, oh, you see, this is, you see, you didn't pick up on it. Yeah, it was very coded anti-Drag Race talk when they were like, you know, and this is my favorite part. <clears throat> what I love about the Boulay Brothers, this is Vander talking, is... This show could be massive, and it probably will be one day, but they're not one of these shows that they don't want it to be massive because they are really into keeping it small and good, and they don't want to. And I'm like, fucking, we don't want to be like those other shows. And I can't remember what she says, but she's talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, right? The biggest fucking show on TV. We don't want to be like those other shows that do X, Y, Z, you know? And I'm like, bitch, the fucking Boulay brothers would give up their left nut. To be as big yeah. as RuPaul's Drag Race. And they would love to be as big as RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the reasons why they won't be RuPaul's Drag Race is because mm. you know what RuPaul's Drag Race is about. You yeah. have no... There's still no idea what this fucking show's about. There's still no, like, true thing... Nobody can be like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race, next drag, you know, next drag superstar. Yeah. It's like, you know, what what is... The mo- what, what qualifies you to be a drag monster? Look, a runner-up
0: to RuPaul's Drag Race isn't asking uh, a podcast to give him 50 bucks to do an interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not. But yeah, and then at one point, Vander says, Boulay Brothers would never let the show go massive. Oh, they wouldn't? <sighs> Yeah, if, that's if fucking their... VH1 and well, and meanwhile, cut to Amazon now has on their platform, yeah. and uh, they're on OutTV. Can oh, the Boulet brothers—they don't want that. They always want to be small. They would never sell those fucking Boulet brothers. Are so desperate to move out of that tiny Los Feliz apartment that they live yeah. in.
1: They also the first the first uh, cold open of the season <clears throat> is them say is them going to the, like ahead of a depart of ahead of a. Th- you know, a uh, uh, network to yeah. pitch their show. So that's literally their first cold open. Yeah. It makes make sense. So all right,
0: here we go. Um, all right. Uh, and the Wasteland show next. The girls perform in a lip sync number during Wasteland weekend in front of a crowd of indeterminate size. We never hear the raw live audio. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this performance. Oh my God. But what, what are your thoughts on this performance, Laura? a lip sync performance is some horrible song.
1: Okay so <laughs> first off mm-hmm. it's it's like it's a Mad Max style show right yeah. it's a it's a hardcore engine uh you know engine driven like look at me i'm the the Mm -hmm. right before they they cut to them they show people like fighting in a you know with axes and there's fire and you know all this stuff like we go crazy Mm -hmm. then we open then we open and they they cut the boulet brothers come out and they're like we're gonna blow the roof off and then they come out (laughs) to like the most poppy song (laughs) ever yeah In the whole world, and all they do is just go up to the front of the stage and lip sync, and then they they lip sync, and then they just jump around, and everybody's just like, oh, we did it. We killed. And it was like, what the hell? Mm
0: -hmm. When I was in junior high, we have a – seventh and eighth graders did like a lip sync contest. Yes. And that's exactly what it was like. It was like they would just play some song, and everyone would just jump around and dance and take a turn, and they would have a verse, and that was it.
1: And one of the things I kept watching mm-hmm. was like the other drag queens when the one person was lip syncing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were all just kind of like swaying like uh, yeah. Jay's majesty would just sway from like side to side. Yeah. And just be like, "Oh yeah, we're da-. it's like it's exactly like a middle school Yeah. dance thing and they never show they never show the they show the crowd cheering like a couple of times, but they never show the crowd cheering no. with the people with the drag queens in the background so you don't know what context that is exactly
0: exactly and i have that's one. so what one of the things i noticed when i watched it on youtube Uh right is the i think they didn't i think they didn't play the raw audio from the event because you would realize how small it was yeah, It was probably about like oh, 20 definitely. people in that crowd. Because when you watch the YouTube one, they, they go, like, ladies and gentlemen, the, um, the Boulay Brothers. And it sounds like... <laughs> oh, wait, nope, that's too loud. It sounds like... <laughs> nope. What's like... Um, let me see here. No, that's even too big. Maybe like this? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. You know, yeah. like it's like twenty people, thirty people, and uh, and so that's why they were very careful how they framed it and showed it. And that's why they didn't play. They're just playing. The, it, it's essentially like a silent scene. Now you're like, well, like we hear the crowd, guys. This is a, this is what they're doing. They're playing like like audience sound effects. You can tell it's just the same audience sound effect over and over again. They're not playing, yeah. playing the raw audio because. There's probably what you see in front of you in the camera, that's probably all that's there for that
1: performance. Well, and then also you can <clears> tell <throat> by the fact that like they so they first they throw they throw the those flags out, yeah, which is a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> I know. and then and then secondly, James Majesty jumps off stage and everybody backs up.
0: Yeah. They have all this room to back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: And so I honestly think <clears> they learned what they did is they learned from their mistake from the last season, because mm-hmm. remember the, 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 around this time, they did the same thing where they, they did a show and yeah. it was such a low attendance yeah. and such, and not very, not very, you know, that they were just like, well, we don't want to showcase that. Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, yeah, it was just,
0: yeah. Cause if, if it was a huge crowd, they would have had a camera on stage to show you how big the crowd is, at least with the Boulets talking, they would have done a, a back, an over-the-shoulder shot of the bouleys oh, yeah. showing you, like, oh, look at all these massive people here to hear the Boulay brothers talk. Nothing. Well, that's
1: what they did the last time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They were. It was dumb. Yeah. It was just. It was just dumb. And then at the end, they just did like a weird, like, you know, nobody really. And it was just like they and they all they did on the car right up was talk about how they've been working on this for weeks. And yeah. it's like really <laughs> what? What part were you I don't know. Yeah, on? what
0: part were they working? It seemed like they were making it up as they were going.
1: Yeah. It just seemed like they all just like were like uh lip-syncing and then they were just like, "Okay, uh James, you're going to, you know, you're going to uh, you know, hit your head against a can 20 times." Mm-hmm. You know, "Okay." And then uh Abhora, you're just going to kind of wander off stage to the corner of the stage. It's just like, how is that? You know, it's just, uh, yeah, no, I don't I agree.
0: Know. All right. Deliberations. Uh, they don't like abhor, but they like everyone else. That's what I wrote. Uh, next, the girls yeah. pass judgment and declare James majesty as the winner of the challenge. Regardless, all four girls are up for the extermination. The girls will face off in a battle with foam bats as they hang from bungee cords inside of a geodesic dome. Pair number one consists of James majesty versus Victoria, Elizabeth black and pair number two, is bitch pudding versus abhorra. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so done. And and it's so funny, like the Boulet brothers like, you guys need to get over this. That that's kinda how Swan sounds. Swan sounds like you guys need to get over you this. You could totally
1: tell yeah. You could tell bitch pudding is like Okay. Uh, we're, like we're I back honestly with this? feel like Abhora and James Majesty should have been in the thing because yeah. they were the ones who like seems like James has like a grudge against her yeah until right. the end
0: of time you are completely right it should have been Abhorra versus James Majesty one hundred percent bitch bitch pudding and Abhorra are so. Over this fight, they've been over it for weeks, and and the Boulay brothers are just trying to milk it for. Now it's gonna be the battle to end all battles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's gonna be, bitch pudding versus who was it? Oh, Amhora and girls, girls. No one is leaving this alive. Yeah, we're all leaving it alive. This is not. You're not really murdering us.
1: And it was the weakest of the of the challenges I felt because it was like they gave them foam bats and they were in like bungee they were on like like you know, bungee cords or whatever the hell those mm-hmm. things were. It was like the 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 most safest of the challenges I felt.
0: It won, you not know? by the way, do you feel like me that the that the um decision that bitch putting won that battle was rigged? Because to me it looked like a horror one.
1: I thought she won too. Yeah. I thought she won, but I honestly feel like, <clears throat> so I think what happens is, is that from the, when you're watching the show, mm-hmm. when you're watching it from the outside, you get a different perspective. So I, I think that probably during that time they were seeing, they, they probably weren't looking at it from, cause if you look at it from the other side, all of the major swings that bitch pudding got were towards the ref. And then everything that Abhora did was away from the ref.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. So
1: I feel like I feel like when the ref v- voted, I felt like he voted from what he could see, which I felt like because when they first started, I thought, well, a, a bitch winning is going to destroy Abhora because she's mm-hmm. like twice her size. Yeah. And she's basically like all muscle. And then I, when they got in the bungee, because I was like, no, Abora's gonna do great because she's so nimble mm-hmm. and she can just move around. Although I will say that I did laugh when Victoria just grabbed James Majesty's rope and just started wailing on her. I was like, oh, that's that's fun for me. Well, that's smart.
0: <laughs> that's a smart thing to do, though. That was, a, that was Yeah, sort of smart to do.
1: I loved it. <clears throat> uh, um, okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, can I? Or I'll wait till the end. I want to tell you my favorite part of the whole. Two episodes. Okay, here we are.
0: We're almost done. Uh, it's time for the extermination. Abhorra is plotting plotting something, but the Boulay brothers put an end to her machinations when they pour water on her and she melts away, just like in the Wizard of Oz, and just like in the main challenge of season one, episode one. Lori, any final thoughts on part two of the episode, or uh, on any part? Any part you want? Any final thoughts? So
1: we could unpack this. I feel like for a whole episode <laughs> because. <laughs> Because this is, like, the first time that any of them have ever been, like, it's, like, did they really kill her or did they save a community? Like, because it was, like, Abhor was, like, a bird witch. Yeah. Who was, like, any, you know, during, like, the, you know, around 10 a.m. was, like, yeah. oh, finally. Yeah. You know, my vision will be seen. Yeah.
0: looking at the skyline of Los Angeles.
1: Yeah. And, uh. And then somebody comes in and pours water on her and they do like a slow, mo, which I think they were doing to show the water, but really it just made it look like you could see her reacting to the water processing Mm -hmm. that she got hit with the water, Mm -hmm. then saying, Oh, I should probably scream and Mm -hmm. then scream. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was the longest. I was just like, so in this world, we're supposed to believe that, that Abhora is has always been a bird witch, or is just now a bird witch, and she had some some plan. Yeah, what was that- the plan? And
0: meanwhile, the Boulet brothers are like, oh, we're gonna stop that bitch from doing something in the city of L.A. They just two ep- no, what the last the part one blew up things
1: with nuclear bombs. Yeah. Well, also, they said that when they were walking back, when they were walking through the desert to, you know, their car or whatever, Mm -hmm. they were like, well, we have to do one more thing. And they were like, no, let's wait till tomorrow. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, we'll wait till tomorrow. So it's like, did they know that Abhor was going to be up, perched on a stoop, waiting for something to happen? Yeah. But also
0: beyond that, by the way, is, well, also, wait, okay, wait, no, hold on. I just realized something. I have two things to say. One, I love how now they're they're worried about continuity. Like it's gonna be the daytime when we kill Apora, and she's not in the desert. Yeah, but meanwhile we're supposed to believe that Dolly was in a an industrial kitchen. Yeah, you know. They have
1: such – but they have that's – that's been the whole thing is they have such weird moments where they want to make sure that people know – like when they did the thing where they were talking during the deliberation, when mm-hmm. at the very end they were like, oh, and then just so everybody knows, we didn't – because it's the desert and it's so windy, we didn't do our nails. <laughs> and then they put up their – and they're like, now it's time for the extermination, and they put up their nails. It's like, have they always done that? Yeah, I, don't I was know. like, have they always put up their nails like that? Is this the one time that they, okay. like, it's like why do you think we care whether or not your nails are done? Okay, so
0: then let's so let's pretend we're gonna buy into the logic of the show, and the logic of the show is that Abhora is a is like you said a bird witch who's yeah. plotting to blow up or do something to the city of Los Angeles, and just by pouring water on her, she melts away. Yeah. Do they remember in not the in technically the previous episode, she stood in a bucket of water. Yeah, and she didn't melt away. And ice. And, and ice. A, she was yeah. in a bucket of water and ice, and she didn't melt. So no. what's the? So wait, wait, when you throw another bucket, did they throw, did they pour acid on her? Like this really caustic acid?
1: I guess it, maybe it was that, but it was in a bucket. So <clears throat> yeah, how the did the acid, acid yeah. get transformed?
0: Because she, she just, like, oh, yeah, you just didn't, that did nothing to you. The ice water did nothing to you. But now I'm going to throw this lukewarm water on you, and now you're going to melt away. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, the logic doesn't make any sense. Which, but, you know, I'm fine with the logic not making any sense. But then don't try and pretend that your logic makes sense. Yeah. With, like, I would totally kill her today. But, by the way, in other episodes they've done that where they're, like, later that night and then it's the daytime. We're clearly not the same day.
1: Yeah, or clearly yeah, a different time in the day or, no or completely yeah, a different day. Yeah,
0: no one's thinking that they really do they think that as everyone everyone watching like the Boulet brothers really murder them. Yeah. No, no one thinks that we're like we're curious to see how it is, you know. Do we really think that disaster arena takes showers? in, like, little, like, cardboard paper mache fake boobs going, like,
1: yeah. oh, I love taking a the the shower. T- and yeah. My, and we think getting my pussy just full-on hard yeah. every single time she takes a shower, which, <laughs> to me, would be exhausting. Yeah. If every single time I took a shower it had to be a sexual experience, uh mm-hmm. oh. I wouldn't take it that many showers. Okay, Laurie, now
0: we're the the next episode you and I are recording next week is the season finale. Do you have okay. any thoughts leading up to the season finale? Any final thoughts on these two episodes we just covered? Any final thoughts
1: at all? You want to know what my favorite part of the two episodes was? Sure. The preview for the next episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> literally, and I guarantee you, like uh-huh. a trailer, I guarantee you it has the best parts of that episode. Well, from what I know, uh, it does
0: because there's the part where, and I remember actually what the there's a part where, um, Jack Morta goes like, "We're not talking about that right now. We're yes. not." Gonna, and I remember from watching it, whatever that person brings up is super interesting, and I want to hear that talked about right then. And Jack Morda's like, "No, no, 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 stop! That's actually kind of interesting. Stop talking about it."
1: Yeah, I remember no, whatever. The, I don't. We're not talking <laughs> about this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to have to say it again. Yeah.
0: So, like, but yet you're gonna stretch out an entire episode of us sitting around dinner talking about you know how Abhoras mean to people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then
0: I yeah, it's just uh. we're done talking about this now. Bitch and abhara fight. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for another now, yeah. episode. Now what else about Bitch and Upora do you not, you know, do you yeah. not like? What else about uh bitch buddy do you not like Uphora? <laughs> so.
0: Alright, well why don't we end it there? That concludes this week's episode of the Dracula Recap Show. Join us next week as we discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the season finale of Dracula Season 2. So for Lori Roggenkamp and myself. So please. So Uglies! Lori Camp hosts her own podcast called The Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. It's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Laurie Roggenkamp on Instagram at LROG, that's L-R-O-G-G, and on Twitter at Laurie Roggenkamp, that's L-A-U-R-I-R-O-G-G-E-N-K-A-M-P. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is hosted by two people who give their dumb opinions on a show that's widely available on the internet. So it goes without saying that Hello Uglies has nothing to do with the following The Boulet Brothers, Dracula, Hey Queen, Johnny McGovern, Lady Red Couture, Any Gay Pimps, Amazon Prime, Optimus Prime, Jeff Bezos, the characters of Dracula, Elvira, Vampira, Blackula, Bella Lugosi, Layla Bugosi, Out TV, Outfest, In N Out, Rue Paul, Ruth Paul, Rude Paul, the plot to assassinate Fidel Castro, your house when I got TP'd in 1996 and any event that ever happened ever Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media production